Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. Episode 338. This is going to be one smacking podcast. Haha! <laughs> See what I did there, Luke. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a slap knee slapper. It's going to be something. Uh, hey, remember when people thought Oscars were going to be boring this year? <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, Oscars are. I would say Oscars are usually boring, but hasn't there been like controversy at the Oscars in the last like five years or something? Has it? Remember when? Uh, slapped you last year? Was not was there Oscars last year though? I don't even remember. Yeah, it was in this like stupid hall. But the I year before that, that wasn't that the year that yeah. the best picture got called on accident Moon- with the wrong moonlight? Movie? Moonlight, right? Yeah. So yeah. the end of the Oscars having controversy in the last few years is not unknown in my my mind. Well, if you've been living under a rock, uh, Will Smith. Uh, Hit uh, Chris Rock, uh, baby, one more time. Oh, I, you you made a Britney reference there. Mm-hmm. I was unexpected. Yes. Why? Yes. What does Britney have to do with this? I I don't know. I just came into my. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Will Smith officially apologized uh, for the moment that happened on Sunday's Oscars when presenter Chris Rock. Uh, made a wise crack about uh, his wife and G.I. Jane 2. Right. Yeah, because God knows if if you make fun of somebody's wife, you have the, the right to smack someone on national TV. Uh, Will Smith said, Violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior last night at the Academy Awards was unex- uh, unacceptable and inexcusable. Um... Well, you won yeah. an award like five minutes later, so I don't know if inexcusable is the correct word, because mm. you were kind of excused for doing it when you literally do it, everybody gives you a standing ovation five minutes later, right? That's kind of being excused. I, yeah, <laughs> I I personally I, I personally don't think he should have won five minutes later, but... That's my Yeah, but they couldn't... The Academy, they were sitting all across the build. There was one guy, they were sitting in one place, the other guy was sitting the other place. They couldn't... couldn't, It was way too complicated. They couldn't have figured out how to uh, kick him out. I I think if they really, really, really wanted to, they could have kicked him out, yes. You've heard... Have you heard that? That was, like, their reasoning as to why they... No. Okay. So what what I heard is that uh, the people who were running the Academy Awards were in the audience at the time, and one mm-hmm. was they, their their excuse was well, we couldn't get together the people who were running the event quickly enough in between the time that the the slap happened and him getting the award, we couldn't get them together quickly <laughs> enough to make a decision on whether or ah. not we w- he was he should be kicked out or whether he should not get the award or any, any of those, uh, possibilities. Those were all 
But yep. look, he was also allowed on the party after the fucking Oscars, so there's also... Right, that. he was definitely dancing at <laughs> the party afterwards, right. So maybe, maybe, maybe they could have, like, maybe said, hey, you're not welcome to the after party. Maybe. I, I think the biggest... At least. ...thing that I've seen that's, like, the biggest criticism that... It, it still remains totally unanswered is like where was mm. security in this situation right like there are no security guards at the oscars right like nobody right uh there was nobody at any point that was like hey uh maybe we should keep an eye on this guy who just like slapped somebody like for uh making a bad joke right right you know, I mean, I saw this live, and it took all the air out of that ceremony. It just like all all of the air, and I was like, "Oh my god, what if Will Smith wins best Oscar male Oscar now?" And I was like, "Oh, please don't do it! Please don't do it! It will be so cringe." And then he won, and it was one of the most cringe things I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, yeah, I mean, the speech afterwards was all him just trying to justify the actions of slapping the slapping right. uh, on Chris Rock, where, like, right. he wasn't I, really... I, I hit Chris Rock because uh, uh, Serena uh, Williams' dad also would slap someone, and I well, he was saying stand up. <laughs> what what was uh, Williams? Whatever the the dad's name, uh, right. Blank Williams uh, Blank defended Williams. his family. Was the family. exact words. Yes, um, yes. I also of, defended my family. Right, but it. Mm, I mean, even in the movie, the movie uh -huh. that I, we've both seen, there's uh -huh. a scene in that movie where he gets beat up by a group of uh, gang members at, like, a basketball court, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't fight back. Mm -hmm. He's non-violent, like, uh, Richard Williams, that's the guy, he's non-violent in Williams. the movie. Yes. <laughs> in the yes. film that that he's, that uh, Will Smith is referencing as a reason yeah. he possibly hit somebody, in yeah. that movie, the guy shows non-violence, so... So, ABC tried to censor this Oscar slap. It uh, didn't really go that well, because I've seen it unedited. You've seen it unedited. Well, why is that, though? Um, because, according to this, Americans watching from home could see the com commotion as Will Smith mm -hmm. approached the stage, uh, but due to tape delay, that dropped nearly 20 seconds of the audio from the broadcast. So how did we mm -hmm. see it? Uh, but Sunday's Oscars proved some of the old rules regarding regulated content uh, may have met their match in this new internet era. Mm -hmm. What year is it from? <laughs> <laughs> the new internet era? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. 1996. Apparently, uh, tape delays have been a stable for live broadcast for decades, um, giving yeah. stations wiggle room to bleep or bl blur otherwise um, bad images right from the FCC. Uh, mm. International audiences, though, saw and heard this whole messy affair. Uh, yeah, so 
I heard nothing, and and I was like, I was trying to read his slips because I was watching this on ABC, and I was like, what is he saying? And he like, and I was like, uh, it wasn't before I talked to you actually. Later, I knew. Well, what he uh, said. this is where this is where we're getting because uh, I wasn't watching live. You sent me a thing no. saying, "Hey, this just happened," blah blah, and then we got on. Yeah. Because I was cooking dinner while this mm-hmm. was all happening, so I got on and. I was eating dinner and we were looking up stuff about this whole situation. Um, and the first clip that we both found or no. Yeah. We both found and we watched together of like the whole mm. actual unedited clip. Uh, it had, uh, it had dub. Remember it was Japanese yep. dubbed Japanese well, dubbed, uh, David Mack watching an unedited version from Sydney, Australia on channel seven saw this, uh, and posted it to Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. He then posted an uncensored clip from Twitter, which went viral. It soon joined others. Uh, it was joined by others, including an unedited version of a broadcast from such countries as Japan. So that was mm-hmm. the one that we saw when we mm-hmm. watched it originally. Um, broadcasters typically dis, uh, disseminate produce feeds with commercial insertions and graphics a raw transmission known as a clean feed uh according to these people it's common for a clean feed to be broadcast uh but most people don't see it right because like mm-hmm. especially in america we have a lot of laws against uh, nudity and uh, lewd uh lewd speaking where in other countries those things are not as uh, they're not as big of a deal, and so they don't censor them as much. So what happened yeah. is uh, it was censored in America, but as soon as people saw that censoring, they're like, hey, "I want to see what happened." They went online. Right. This is very ba- the Barbra Streisand effect. This is Streisand it's effect very much, all, yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, also, like, uh, so the joke was just so mild. It's just like. Okay, your your wife has short hair, so she could be in G.I. Joe. Like, that was the joke. And Will Smith took that so personally, because his wife has struggled with uh, a disease that does... Uh, that, uh, alopecia. Right. Alopecia, thank you. Which... That she loses her, her hair. That Chris Rock, according to everybody else, didn't know of. And also, this joke was pre... Uh, written. What, what do you call peel pre-written? Yeah, it was like just it, it come through like censorship. Uh, well, what you're saying is like Chris Rock didn't write. This wasn't like an off-the-cuff Chris Rock joke right. that he just made because he saw them sitting there. This was a pre-determined, right. written by writers joke. Um, right. And, and not only that, I, it wasn't even really a joke necessarily it was more mm-hmm. like an uh just pointing out oh you're in you're there you are in the front row because like it is a joke about gi jane but mm-hmm. it's not a joke about alopecia if that makes sense really yes um you so kind of have to when... you have to make a jump to make it a hair joke or make like a lot of people are making the jump to like this is racist because of the right. hair thing. Um, but that's also incorrect, because guess what color Chris Rock is? 
Well, that, I mean, that, that doesn't really matter because, like, in this situation, uh, I guess what happened, there's, like, a whole backstory of, like, the Oscars. And remember Oscars So White being, like, a thing a few years ago? Mm. And I guess Jada Pinkett Smith was, like, one of the head people backing, like, Oscars So White, like, being one mm. of the... And Chris Rock hosted that year going against the idea of boycotting the Oscars because it's too white. And so he mm. was kind of like... Um, and made a joke that she wouldn't have won anything anyways. I, I didn't hear that. I, I just know that right. there's like a there's a backstory as to why um, certain people see Chris Rock as like anti-Black uh, Lives Matter and other things like that. And so there's right. this whole... There's this whole other... Um, thing about but, it that people are kind remember of one are, again are like bringing in all this other stuff right. that isn't really related to the actual situation and it doesn't really matter because violence you should never you should never act to violence anyway so it doesn't really matter and uh, also people have to remember Will Smith fucking laughed at the joke at first, right, but then at first people did point out like sometimes people laugh when they're uncomfortable. That could be the situation of wh what sure. happened. But at the same time, he also also made bold jokes before. <laughs> so many bold jokes. There was like, also there's... other jokes made earlier in the night about uh, about his wife that weren't about uh, her hair, and he right. didn't attack the, the the host at that time, but he chose to attack the host at this time. So it was, there's a lot of options as to why this was the moment that Will Smith maybe got fed up with the jokes mm. or may, like, maybe it wasn't just this joke. Maybe it was a buildup of like, okay, right. Chris Rock was already this guy that he sees as against him and his family or against his wife or mm -hmm. whatever. And then a couple jokes were made. And then this joke may have been kind of like the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. Yeah. Right. Again, don't justify uh, violence, just to be clear. Right, so, well, yeah, it, there's no point uh, Right. It was that acceptable. And not only that, it's like, now all that Will Smith is... Nobody's going to remember anything about this movie King Richard. All they're going to remember is no. Will Smith punch, sm smacking a guy in the face, right? Yeah, yeah. And after he smacked, uh, and the reason why they bleeped... It's because when he goes back to his chair, he says, keep uh, my wife's mouth off of your fucking mouth. Uh, and uh, then Chris Rock looks at him and like, as he says something uh, very short, I don't remember uh, what it was. And then he sees, says it even louder. <laughs> <laughs> like keep your my wife's name out of your fucking mouth <laughs> and Chris Rock goes I was planning to <laughs> or something in that vein well I yeah something I mean he was just kind of trying to like get move rid of on. the situation yeah move on exactly yeah. and somehow he managed to just go into the next Award, I think it was best documentary yeah. or something. He just went right into that. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, I think that's the thing that a lot of people are kind of going like, "What is happening here?" Is the mm -hmm. fact that in any other situation, if you're 
watching a comedian or watching somebody on stage and they're doing their thing, they're mm. being a comedian up on stage, and if you were at a bar or anywhere else in the world, some random person comes up out of the crowd and smacks the comedian in the face, that right. person is going to be kicked out, if not charged with some type of crime. <laughs> um which this it was a crime. I, there's another thing a lot of people yeah, are yeah, yeah. Uh, comparing, uh, saying that like, oh, well, he talks shit about his wife, and so he deserved to get slapped. Like, talking shit about somebody is not a, a criminal offense that can be charged right. <laughs> uh, and send you to jail. Those, those two things are right. not equivalent uh, in the court of law. So... Um, they're, they're not comparable. Like, you can't be like, oh, he said something bad about me, so he deserves to get hit. Like, those are two right. separate... Like, if you, if you said something uh, in a way where you were uh, threatening violence against the other person, that would be one thing, I suppose. Right. But this is not that situation. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah I, I, back I, to the situation. There's no justification. Is, is, no, yeah. no. No justification, uh, and I, I think that uh, it kind of reminds me a little of, like, uh, I, I think there was a comedian that said that Kanye West has never been so happy in his entire life that somebody did something more stupid at an award ceremony than him. <laughs> That's kind of... I, I laughed when I heard that. But uh, I... Uh, what is the academy going to do though? That's that's what I'm 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 curious. Will they will they take away his well, award? Will that they... very that night on Sunday evening they put out a tweet that says the academy does not condone violence in any form. Um, mm -hmm. But tonight we are celebrating our ninety fourth Academy Award winners. Is the tweet they put out on that like right afterwards? Um, right. I think condone again condoning. Violence might include giving somebody a standing ovation right after they punch somebody in the face. Um, <laughs> that yeah. may be condoning it. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, but this was from when? When is this article from? Uh, yesterday, so Tuesday, uh, Sunday's telecast of the 94th Oscar. This is from an, a letter from the Academy was meant to be a celebration by many individuals in our community who celebrated in the incredible work over the past year. To be clear, we condemn Mr. Smith's actions that transpired on Sunday night. As outlined by our bylaws, the Academy of Academy's Board of Governors will now make a determination on the appropriate action for Mr. Smith as governed by California law regarding members of a nonprofit organization such as the Academy and set forth in our standards of conduct. So... Yeah, and uh, that is what I wonder. What what will the ramifications be? I mean, I I I really hope there will be some ramifications. I really do. So so he will like feel it. According to Dave, uh, David Rubin, the president of and CEO of the Academy, uh, it says, Please trust that the Board of Governors will conduct this process in a manner that is both expedient and respectful of all involved mm. while maintaining the sta standards of the Academy. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> oh, 
yeah, no, uh, I, I, you, you believed it was just fake the first time you saw it. I think a lot of people when they yeah. first saw it thought it was not staged. fake, yeah, staged, like that it was a, a gag. Like I, yeah. I initially when I saw it, especially since Chris Rock didn't really react the way you normally would react when you get smacked in the face, he mm. didn't like recoil he didn't go like he just like turned his head and then turned back and was just kept going with his with his gig you know what i mean it was strange in that way where like and then of course like i said previous years at the very end of the oscars this weird controversy all of a sudden just kind of comes up and then people it makes people talk about the oscars very much like the moonlight thing so it made me instantly think oh this is just another thing to make people want to watch the oscars um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think that's true now, I guess. No, no. But it definitely, I'm, I'm not in the minority of people who thought that, I don't think. No, 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 no. I, I thought someone was very funny on Twitter, said WrestleMania is next weekend. <laughs> Maybe this should be a WrestleMania. I think there's been a lot of bad takes on this whole thing, is, is like people defending Will Smith and saying, like, he was yeah. in the right because yeah. he's he defending his wife who yeah. has, like, his, a, a disease. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't agree to that. that I way. don't think... Well, I, I don't... This is one thing that you said at the time is, like, maybe Jada pushed him to go up there and do this because she clearly yeah. was more upset about this joke than anybody else that we yeah. saw in the crowd at the time. Yeah. Um, I There's no evidence that we've seen, but we did see a picture literally right after the incident where it's her and Will sitting at that table and there's two PR people. Um, yeah. Not one PR person talking to both of them. Two people are no. people talking well, to them separately. Separate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where it's like they, they clearly aren't on the same page. Not only, uh, in that situation, but they have like separate PR people to tell them separately what's a good idea, right? So that makes me think like they're not they're not working together in this situation, is my guess. Yeah, and I, I also, I mean, we we, we talked about it. it uh, I mean, uh, their whole thing about like the round table, the the YouTube stuff they did with red table, uh, red, red red table, table I think it's called, yeah. yeah. Uh, with he her cheating and the whole thing with that that also has been up in the air. And that like, was a one of the jokes that was made earlier in the night was about the cheating, it, right? And that didn't get a reaction the same way that this joke did. But th like I said earlier, I think that was a build up. Uh, not it wasn't necessarily this joke. It was a build up of like other things earlier in the night and and the probably the beef that they already have with Chris Rock, so. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, because holy moly, that this is the only thing that has people talked about. I'm sure we're going to talk more about this before yeah. the end of the show, to be honest. I, I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, we'll, I will ask Bill about it when we will we'll talk to Bill a little later as well. Uh, Russia uh, wants to radically reduce military activity in the northern Ukraine. Do we believe them? 
Russia says it will sharply cut military activity near Kiev, uh, you know, the capital of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Russia said on Tuesday it will sharply cut back military activity in in Ukraine's capital of Kiev in northern city and the northern city of Cherkiv in the most tangible sign yet of progress towards peace in order to increase mutual trust and create a necessary condition f conditions for further negotiations and achieve the ultimate mm -hmm. goal of agreeing and signing a an agreement uh, a decision was made to radically reduce military activity uh, the Russians told Reuters he did not refer to an Easter uh, the eastern or southern parts of Ukraine where Russian forces are also conducting offensive Russia's chief nego nego negotiator Vladimir Medinsky said there was one of two this was one of two steps uh Moscow was taking to try to de-escalate the conflict. So That's good. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Biden came out and said less? he didn't believe it. Do you believe yeah. I guess that's the question, do you believe it? <laughs> do I believe in Glasnost? Um No. <laughs> because Russia said they wouldn't attack Ukraine either, and did it. So, I'm not sure I believe them, no. No, I don't believe them. I guess it's just time will tell, right? Um, yeah. That, yeah, how how are you going to trust the situation when they... Uh, well, no, they didn't really ever say they weren't going to attack Ukraine, they just said... <laughs> right, but not now. Kind of. Yeah, they said... Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think this is positive, I guess. I, I just... Um, I think any kind of, like, progress towards peace is a good thing. Uh, sure. I think we need to see this de-escalation actually happen. Um, I, I And I kind of condemn other leaders coming out and instantly not trusting it like not giving it any time to like uh come to fruition right uh, just instantly going oh they're lying uh even though they've given us reason to believe they're lying i think at least giving them time right, right. yeah like biden did <laughs> well and other i think macron also the french president yeah. also came out and said he didn't believe them so yeah, uh, but Biden also said that Putin cannot remain in power. Remain. That was hard for me to say. Should we uh, look at what he said? You want to watch that first, then we'll go into it? Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let me get yeah. the video up. Uh, yeah. Um, they kind of he tried to walk this, walk this whole thing back um, mm -hmm. a after the fact. So we'll talk about that. But let's hear what he actually said. Uh, because Biden, at least in the last couple days, has said he didn't... This was what he said, what we're about to listen to, was apparently misinterpreted by people. So mm. let's hear what he what he said, and then we'll see if it was misinterpreted or not. In three, two, one, go. Notwithstanding the brutality of Vladimir Putin, let there be no doubt that this war has already been a strategic failure for Russia. Already. That's true. Yeah. I think it was a strategic failure from the very beginning. <laughs> Not sure how they ever yeah. thought this was a good idea, I've to be honest. Children myself, I know that's no solace to the people. I've lost family. But he put... 
This is Joe Biden speaking in Poland, by the way. Not fight. Mm-hmm. Not much of a student of history. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. For free people refused to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Okay, so what he said, or the administration said, is that this was an off-the-cuff comment that he made. It wasn't written down. But if you watch that video, he's clearly reading off the teleprompter when he says that. So I don't believe for a second that that was an offhand comment. No, no. Um, I don't. I don't think he. He. I. I think he meant exactly what he said, that Putin can't stay in power. But then I. I, I, I don't I even think say- that he just. It, they're trying to justify it like, oh, he just said this because um, even Biden said I was. This is how I was feeling, and this was my my how I felt about Putin in that situation. I didn't actually. Uh, I guess the real criticism is uh, calling for like some type of regime change, which we've seen the U.S. government do in tons of other countries, mostly uh, Middle Eastern countries, right? Um, calling for some right. type of regime change. Um, to do this against Putin is another thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. for them to say that this was a gaffe and not <laughs> some type, type of escalation <laughs> yeah. is, uh, yeah. I think, just a straight-out lie, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, what do you think about this? A hundred and ten percent. I think it's a total lie. I think he meant what he was supposed to say, and uh, yeah. Maybe it was high, look. Well, Biden's aides, aides quickly tried to walk it back, insisting the president was not promoting regime change when he spoke to a packed courthouse, uh, courtyard uh, right. in Warsaw on Saturday. Uh-huh. Secretary Anthony Blinken said hours later in Jerusalem, I think the president, the White House, made the point last night, quite simply, President Putin cannot be empowered to wage war or engage aggression. As you know, uh, yeah, and no, as you have heard... Uh, say repeatedly, we do not have a strategy yeah. of regime change in Russia or anywhere else for that matter. Well, that is just a, no, another, no. another straight up lie. I mean, yeah. it's a lie. like you, this isn't these aren't even they're not like they're not even like creative lies. They're just straight out just lying. Like, I mean, Venezuela isn't a uh, perfect. Uh, idea of that at all, or like at all. all the years we tried to take over Cuba or Syria oh, you, or you, Afghanistan you or Libya what? or Iraq <laughs> or <laughs> Sweden, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, look, maybe he was high, high off his knockers. That would be probably. Would have been that situation probably worked would have worked out better if he was high. Maybe he would have yeah. been just like whatever, bro. It's all good. <laughs> War, like that is so stupid. Yeah, like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like <laughs> this is really dumb. Let's let's just let's cancel this. Brownies. Yeah, let's just cancel this war, and we'll just go eat some <laughs> eat some cereal, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be funny. Yeah, but uh, Will yeah. Smith probably it, could also. 
<laughs> Maybe we should. Something. Yeah, just hook, we should hook up Snoop Dogg and Will Smith. You know what I mean? And Cy- Cypress Hill, and just have them like sit uh, sit down, like you know, have a chill sesh. You know what I'm saying? Do you know? I think no, no joke. I think actually Will Smith and and Snoop Dogg are friends, if I don't remember incorrectly. How much of Will Smith's aggression comes from him being just a terrible rapper? Uh, I think it probably comes ninety percent of that and ten percent from Scientology. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Scientology. Yeah, and the Wild Wild yeah. West. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, apparently he, uh, Jada Smith also, uh, dated or they was, was, mm, I don't know. Her and Tupac had a relationship at some point oh, during cool. the time that, uh, Will Smith was a rapper. And so mm. he was very jealous of Tupac because Tupac was obviously, mm. guess what? A better rapper than Will Smith. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? But I'm guessing that during Will Smith's rap career, he probably smoked a bit of weed. I don't think he does anymore. He can't. He's a Scientologist. I, that's you know, Well, first of all, we don't know he's a Scientologist. We just know that he donated to Scientology multiple times and possibly worked with a school that is a Scientologist school. Uh, yeah. yeah. But in, yeah. The, uh, in the thing, in the speech, he did, like, blame God, that God called on him to punch Chris Rock in the face, so there is that. Yeah. Do Scientologists believe in God, or is there a God? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Is, Z- is it because Zenu? Oh yeah. Zenu is like their God, right, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, the U.S. Uh, House uh, uh, wanted to pass, and actually passed a bill to legalize marijuana. I'm, I'm I'm actually a little surprised by this, to be honest. How does Scientology feel about marijuana? Do you know? Like I said, yeah, they don't like it because it alters their state of being. And Scientologists are very, like... uh, Okay, I'm at Scientology.org. Right. The Truth About Marijuana is a web page with a video... The Truth About Drugs documentary is a cornerstone of yeah. drug-free world campaign sponsored by the the Church of... I'm going to have to watch that oh, yeah. later. That's got to be a real knee slapper. Uh, but the House is poised to pass legislation <laughs> this week that will legalize marijuana. Uh, just the latest example of the swiftly changing attitudes on drug laws that mark uh, a reversal from the Reagan-era uh, war on drugs of the 90s. The bill legalizing marijuana has a near uniform support among both Democrats and uh, Republicans who have been aiming to introduce a similar measure uh, this spring. Uh, It is one of several pieces of legislation that underlines a shift in Congress's attitude and a change that has come about in part because of the way drug laws have been uh, disproportionately hitting minority communities. Oh, my God can't talk mm-hmm. um it has nothing to do with <laughs> it has nothing to do with the amount of money that states can make off of char- uh taxing marijuana consumption no 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 it has to do with minority not. communities bro so don't yeah yeah yes yes they care about minority communities that's yeah. definitely been proven in the past by our government so yes yes <laughs> that is why you had to sit back in the bus and all that 
Yeah, because you you could smoke. Could you smoke on buses in America? I'm sure you could. Uh, you're not really allowed to smoke cigarettes or anything anywhere nowadays. Now, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but back in the days, I mean, on a bus, like on a city mm-hmm. bus, I think probably. Yeah. I mean, back in the '70s, you could smoke on an airplane. So, yeah. I mean, and that's like literally like an enclosed <laughs> like space where like the air is being circulated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you go back to the late 70s, maybe early 80s, yeah, it definitely you could smoke on uh smoke those kind of things on any kind of plane, I guess. So, this house bill, uh I mean, uh, now it's going to go to the Congress. Do you think Congress will pull this? Uh well, I looked this week to see if anything had happened with daylight savings, and nothing mm-hmm. has happened so far with that. So uh, let's not hold our breath. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot more money to be made when it comes to marijuana legalization than daylight mm. savings time. So, you know what? I would pay a lot of money for a, a male contraception bill that would be like 110 percent safe. That would, I would pay a lot of money for. I mean, would you? Because do we... I mean... I would, yeah. Like, it's useful, I guess, if whoever you're dating can't take a female uh, pill, right? Oh, I... I, I, Oh, I I mean, I know there's lots of reasons... And me take the pill. Uh, I see. (laughs) I want both of us to take the pill somewhere other... I want to be sure sure on my side There are certain things about birth control pills for women that uh, it can cause weight gain, it can cause Mm -hmm. emotional... uh, Emotional problems as far as, like, uh, the estrogen uh, increase mm-hmm. and things like that, it can cause uh, sleep problems. <coughs> and so I understand why some women just, some women can't take it. And uh, and uh, uh, for other reasons, women don't want to take a birth control pill. So I can see why they would mm. want to create a new male contraceptive. And this was found to be 99% effective when tested in mice. Not that that mm. really means anything, I guess. Uh, this is according to research presented at a meeting of the American Chemical Society on uh, last Wednesday. Scientists have been trying to, for decades to develop an effective male oral comp- contraceptive. Uh, they said currently no male birth control pills have been approved for the market. Aww. We want to develop a non-hormonal male contraceptive to avoid these the side effects. And that's like one of the biggest problems with female contraceptives is the mm. side effects. It's not necessarily that... Mm, uh, pe- people don't want to take uh, women don't want to take a female uh, contraceptive pill it's that the side effects uh, cause all these different issues like I said yeah. uh, weight gain, acne, mental issues like tons of, th- tons of things right? depending on which contraceptive you're taking obviously yeah I mean and and, uh, and it's not on like uh it's 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 uh it's pretty hard to find uh, one that kind of goes with you if you're allergic to a lot of other things as well. So it's like uh, yeah, it's uh, something that messes with your immune system and things like that. Again, like I but, said, uh, this has not been approved for any any. It's only being tested in mice 
and mice are clearly right. not human, so we'll see what actually comes out of this. Because I'm seeing other articles that say that this is not a vi- this is actually not viable. So, uh, I have a good idea for male uh, birth control pill. Oh well, uh, a sup- supplement. Just keep away from women. Become gay. That's a that's a good way. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you can still have a kid if you're gay. That's true. Isn't uh, Shane Dawson, isn't he having a kid, like, this year? Yeah, I think him and his husband, they got a donor, and they're they're doing, like, an egg egg donor thing, yeah. Well, then you really, 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 really are trying to get pregnant, so I'm not sure if uh, that counts. I, I, you know when... They say like couples have a kid to like fix their relationship problems. I yes. I'm I I'm sure Shade Dawson will be a great father, but I have a few, I <laughs> feel like there might be some like issues that you need to deal with first before bringing a kid into the situation. I guess. Do Do Jeffrey Epstein have kids? Did Jeffrey Epstein have kids? God, I hope not. <laughs> I feel I never thought about that. I don't think he, he, I mean, what, wasn't, didn't he have, like, a really messed up, like, penis? Like, maybe he wasn't, he couldn't even have kids. But I, I, let me look it up. Jeffrey Epstein, kids. Kids, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's private island uh, put for sale for $125 million. Who the fuck is crazy enough to buy this island? Uh, officially... (laughs) Uh, he Epstein has none, and he never married. Uh, but, but that doesn't mean uh, he doesn't have any kids because right, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because, uh, because he's a sex yeah. offender or was a sex mm. offender because he's dead. Um, <laughs> wow. A lawyer for Epstein's estate confirmed uh, to BBC that the two islands, Little Saint James and Great Saint James, have been listed. For sale, uh, Epstein died in 2019, awaiting sex trafficking charges. The financier mm. uh, bought them for eight million dollars. Uh, they're worth uh, around 125 million dollars now. Let's say, for just thought experiment, I had 125 million dollars to waste. That is probably, probably the last thing I would buy. Um, especially you would, here's what I would think that this place would be on discount, but it's clearly not right. like you would think that it's n- definitely, yeah. right. You would think that anybody, you know, that bought sex this island would... that's a JF, <laughs> that's right. remember, remember that sex island, Jeffrey Epstein had it. Yes. He bought it for 8 million. Okay, cool. What is it in the word now? Two? No. No, no, no. It's worth $120. You know, in America, they have, like, laws. Like, if somebody gets murdered in a house, you yes, have to, you like, have release to that, like, yes. that this was a murder house. Like, uh, I think this is the same kind of situation where it should the price should be a lot lower just for the fact that, like, if you were if you bought this and then people were like, oh, you got an island? Let, I'd love to come see your island. And you're, they're like, oh, what is it called? Little St. James? And they'd be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. We'd rather not come to your island now. I mean, if I was the American, if I was the American, like, uh, intelligence service, I would buy it. And I would buy it just... Uh, they already owned it. Like, um, uh, what? <laughs> 
And then I would just put secret things on it because nobody would be stupid enough to go there. <laughs> they owned it? Really? Well, there's been a lot of rumors that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was already a CIA slash Mossad ah. cutout. Yeah. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. I mean, that, that was like one of the biggest rumors is that Jeffrey Epstein was doing all this to blackmail people for mm. the government to try to get dirt on mm, higher, uh, higher up people to, to mm, blackmail in, them into doing things, right? Well... I'm guessing that uh, when he was on that private island, he pissed in um, litter boxes. That is what I'm going to guess, guess, because Jeffrey Epstein was weird. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some furry stuff going on <laughs> on Little St. James. I mean, in in that weird temple they had on the top of the island or whatever. Allegedly, Will Smith also was there. Allegedly. I don't think that's true, but sure. Just. Hmm. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. But uh, yeah, uh, what's going on in Nebraska that has to do with Litterbox? Didn't we talk about this? Remember, we like... talked about. Uh, there was rumors on Facebook that um, there was a school that was giving children. accommodating children with. Um, litter boxes because these kids were identifying specifically as um, furries, right? And mm -hmm. so at the time, I remember pointing out, that seems stupid. Why would anybody believe that? Because you're basically saying yeah, and then you that you're, you're just saying, putting yeah. boxes of shit in, in a school <laughs> and just saying that that's like, there's no way that that's real, right? Yeah. Nobody would believe that, especially not a senator from Nebraska, uh, but a, I guess this senator from Nebraska believed the story that we covered, whatever, last, probably last year, right? Uh, yeah, I have something, yeah, I think it was early, late December last year or something. Something, it, definitely at the end of the year, uh, and Bruce Bosselman... Uh, still thinks, after all this time, that schools are providing children with litter boxes. So let's watch the video. Even if it was debunked, by the way. Uh, let's play it in three, two, one. Play. And I'm a little shocked, I guess okay. is what I would put it. It's called something called furries. Okay. Because <laughs> what furries are, it's worse. It's something called furries. Dress mm -hmm. up as animals, cats or dogs. The school day. You, a furry can be any backgrounds. animal. It doesn't have to be a cat or a dog. You can literally be any animal. That's furry. Well, there's snake furries. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools <laughs> for these children. Oh, gosh. How is this sanitary? How is this sanitary, bro? That was my question. Also, how do they just have boxes of shit just sitting around... In, in a the middle very school. Disruptive within the school system. I think it's very disruptive within the classes. I even heard from one person here recently said that a that a that a student identified as a cat <laughs> and wanted a litter box. <laughs> and the school didn't provide the litter box, so the student went ahead and defecated on the floor. Administrator, what is, <laughs> nope. is it okay if I say no shit? 
State Board of Education, what is going on? What's going on, Fro? There's kids shitting on the floor, Fro. If some kids can't wear American flag to walk through the school on their shirt, and you keep them out of school, well, kids are shitting on the floor. If they wear mm -hmm. a they should be shitting on the American flag. And that's fine. And you have a. That's his point. They should be shitting. <laughs> they should be shitting in their American flag diaper, <laughs> like Abby Hoffman. <laughs> oh, wow. References that uh, nobody will get because that's from like oh. the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the world is... We live in a simulation. We live yes. in a simulation, bro. This is an alternate version <laughs> of reality that we're living in. This is a simulation. <laughs> oh. Oh, I really, really hope that's true. Um, Trun, uh, our good friend from Norway, he's uh, from Bergen. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, the war and uh, how this is going to be a lot worse. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. The war has been going on for a while now. That was a war that experts thought was not going to happen. Nobody thought it's going to happen. We heard that before. I think it's not going to happen. Even while when it happened. When the first bull war started, they thought it was going to be finished before Christmas. It was dragging on for four years and millions of people died young people they didn't think that the second world war gonna happen they were gonna stop the second world war by giving hitler what he wanted because he had some idea that he reason to be mad because he lost some areas so just by but i don't want to just be productive and just give him something to keep him calm like we gave part of ukraine to the russians but we didn't thought the Cold War was going to happen. It happened. We didn't thought it was going to end either. If you ask an expert in 87 or 88 that the Cold War was going to come to finish, they didn't believe it. In November 1989, my mother was screaming for me from the television so in the cellar. said, like, the wall is coming down. The wall is coming down. It was strange to hear because I grew up in all my younger years. My mother showed me when I was eight a movie called, I don't remember, but it was, but it was, yeah, it was about atomic attack on the United States. And I was devastated, I was afraid. When I was a kid, being child school, was shown to the bomb shelter. What are we going to do in case of a nuclear attack? That put some mark on me. Not negative, but informed me as a political individual who don't want war. And if you got into war, we're going to hell work so fast to get it over with. But during my lifetime, and I'm only 46, we had two Iraq wars, one on Balkan war, one in Kosovo, bombing Libya, bombing Afghanistan, and it's going on and on and on and on. We always helped all these wars, so like, oh, well, it's not going to be a regional war, it's not going to be in that area, it's not going to be in that area. But it never does. The world is so fucking connected now. You can see it. When a war in Ukraine starts, the food prices and gas prices increases. So, but Russia, 
who also are destabilizing countries in the Middle East are putting out forces there. Something's going to happen there. And then something's going to happen there because the United States is not there. And something happens there because the United States order is there. It's all over the fucking border. Everywhere. And it's going to be worse. But people say, this must not go in to be a third world war. I think they're fucking lying. And they know it. They've known it for, for, for a long time. I'm going to tell you something about it. Because the base politics we have in Norway was we're going to have no American people soldiers stationed on Norwegian swords. They're going to have training every year to scare the Russians. And the Russians did the same to scare us. That was part of the fucking deal. Now they're stationed there. That happened before this war started. Yeah, before. But we still are doing it. And now they have a discussion about whether are going to be a British soldier stationed in Norway. Something is happening. I don't expect to what. But I don't think the shit show is over yet. We had an opportunity after 1989. We had a big opportunity. But the office like that, even if it's the United States, even if it's Russia, even France, even if it's Great Britain. Oh, I just follow, follow Britain, called it Great Britain, was fucking stupid. What is fucking great with us fucking emperorialistic bullshit state anyway. Free Scotland, free Northern Ireland, and free Wales. And fuck the Commonwealth. Okay, that was distraction. Where do you see where this is going? Wars like this is going to continue as long as we still believe that somebody has to be the leader of the free world. That somebody has a right to be an empire. Or we have to understand those forces. Or we and you? Why do we have to always understand wealthy, powerful people with a lot of fucking guns to death. Why do we have to understand them? Well, we have to give them something because we want to keep the peace. Well, if you have so big fucking understanding for, for psychopaths, why then in the fucking world can we not even give money to people who really need it? No, they're the poor people. Why can't we do something with real problems? The climate change issue is still continuing. It's still getting worse. We have temperature rises all over fucking Europe, even in Antarctica. We don't talk about it. We talk about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. I don't give a fuck if he took a beat his balls or gave him a blowjob. In this world, people are fucked. We are fucked because there are no changing in attitudes. People have to start... Sometimes start to change attitudes when it's happening something really serious. I don't hope and I don't think that it's going to be an atomic war. But again, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. But people are not doing anything to stop this. What is? We should be have peace rallies right now. Millions of people should be marching this fucking speed asking for solidarity or peace or join the peace movements. We have to talk about how to be closer European integration, how to make the UN better. No, we don't. We're complaining about fucking food prices and oil prices. Yeah, and they're blaming 
Biden because he cannot do anything about it. Because he cannot do anything about supply and demand. He cannot change capitalism into socialism. Socialism they don't want to anyway. So here we are. This was a lot of different thoughts on a lot of different things. But people, if you're listening to this, if you give a shit, do something. Start with something. And don't fucking share hearts or likes or bullshit on Facebook. Do something in real life. This was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Have a fucking nice evening. And hope you don't get bombed. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. And with us, we have the man, the stand, the gan, the flan, uh, something else that rhymes with man, uh, Bill. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. I, You know, I was saying, um, as soon as I got off work, I told my dad how it's very rare that I get invited by Fro to be on his show because I'm the one that usually invite, you know, I'm the one that usually invites Fro onto one of oh. my shows. So this is a very big treat when Fro invites me on. So <laughs> must be must be something big happening. Something? Yeah, I think I think it's Seth Rollins against Will Smith at uh, night two at WrestleMania. That's what I think it is. Oh yeah, that that big match. <laughs> Do you know what? I would pay to see that. I was hoping it was going to be that leprechaun from the Tonight Show that he gave a curb stomp to a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so he could get his revenge. Wow. Is that the true story? Which Tonight yeah. Show? With, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Fa I was going to say, which Jimmy was it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like two weeks ago, actually. So, so did you watch the Oscars and what did it think? Okay, I caught about the last half hour of it ish. Okay. 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 Um, maybe maybe forty minutes. I'm not really sure. Um, I I thought the in memoriam tribute sucked. To be honest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about. That. We didn't even talk about that. For two seconds, they they had a hallelujah. Let's dance. Yes. And sing along to gospel songs. To in people. Memorial. To people who dead. are dead. Although. <laughs> now, now I will say though, I will say that the part with Bill Murray and Jamie Lee Curtis, I did like that part. I thought uh -huh. that was very nice. The other stuff that could have gone. I I could have done without that. Um. I was actually happy that Coda won Best Picture because it looked like a movie that I would really enjoy. Um, it's with, a good movie. Yeah, it looks really good, um, especially since I know some sign language. I don't know a lot of sign language, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I've had a couple people teach me over the years in my uh, teaching career, so I do know some sign language here and there. So I'm definitely going to check it out when I get a chance. I think it's but, uh, isn't what, it on like Disney Plus or some? It's like on a service Apple, you have to Apple you have TV. to have their service to watch it. So yeah, that, Apple that's TV. kind of annoying, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. might be worth but the five dollars though. Slack? For a month, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think they have anything else you'd probably want to watch. Is <laughs> good point. 
But what about the slap? Uh, Heard around the, the world. <laughs> yeah, the slap. Heard right. around the world. All right. I'm going to be one of the few people that will admit this. Mm. I did not see it when it happened. Did not see it when it happened. I don't think you're in the minority there, Bill. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't watching live. I was not. Fro sent a thing to me and said, hey, this just happened. Right. So, yeah. Um, honestly, I don't care if it was staged or not. I, I really I really don't give a crap if it was or if it wasn't. Um, I think Will Smith just got caught up in the moment honestly and i yeah. i i kind of also think jada might have said something to him that yeah made him do it um and i really don't think that he should be stripped of his oscar for that um i i think if they do that i think it's absolutely ridiculous and hmm. it sets a low standard for the academy because what you're doing is you're giving an award for acting not being a human hmm. being because sure. um, cause I heard on a, another podcast that I listened to, like, there are a bunch of people who have Oscars that are real pieces of shit, you know, and they still have their Oscars. So I just if you're going to do anything, maybe just be just give them like a little reprimand, like, hey, don't do that ever again. That, I guess that's the all argument I'm, against that would be like uh, this is this isn't just like a. It's it's an award show, but it's also like a work event. These are screen. This is they're all part of the Screen Actors Guild. These are two, right? Uh, employees at a work function, and one of the employees hits the other employee. Should the employer do something about that? <laughs> right. right. That that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I saw. I did see. Um, and I'm and I'm gonna plug him real quick because he's really funny. Brock Baker. He's on YouTube. He does. A fantastic impersonation of Goofy. Okay. He took the clip, and it's Goofy and Mickey Mouse. You have to see it. It is hilarious. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's perfect. We watched uh, a, a funny mashup of uh, what Tobey Maguire from the Spider-Man movie <laughs> <laughs> mixed yep. in as Will Smith slapping him, and then doing the little da the the dance, the the uh, roll oh, your fingers dance. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that was a good one. So what is around the corner is uh, one of the things that I I'm 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 super looking forward to, even though I haven't seen wrestling in ages. Uh, WrestleMania. What is your ex expectations for this WrestleMania? <clears throat> um, honestly, I, I, I think there are a couple matches when we go through the card that have the potential to be the best match of the entire weekend. It's two nights again this year. Um, I mean, there aren't any matches that scream out to me like oh my god i have to see this if i don't see it i'll lose my mind but there are some matches on this card that are like this could be really good but this is touted as the biggest wrestlemania ever the, the most stu <laughs> stupendous isn't it yeah yep what a, what a line to what use a, what whatever that mean, means oh, oh my god 
the most stupendous WrestleMania ever. I mean, it's a word that you can just put out there and not it doesn't have any qualifications, so it can just mean whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, we're not going to go through every match, but, like, let's do the big matches. I mean, whatever the big, like, five matches are, I guess. All right. Um, well, let's see. I guess that's hard because you said there isn't, like, really a standout match, right? So. Right. Um, okay, I gotta... Because, I mean, there's so many, like, matches that you could say, like, okay, these are the five. So I'll just go with the five, or I think we should go with the five that probably have been built up the best. Right, okay. So, okay, I'll start with this one. This is kind of a dream match. Edge versus AJ Styles. Ooh. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to that. It's a little old school versus new school, except AJ Styles yeah. isn't not new school anymore because he's like, mm-hmm. what, 40 years old? <laughs> yeah. Right. Have they? They have never had the WrestleMania match before, no, have they? Oh, never have. No, Edge was retired before AJ ever got over from TNA, which we, or right. Impact, I guess. Uh, yeah. Wherever. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is Logan Paul involved with? I've heard his name this week. I was ex- when you said there was like a mystery match earlier. I was like, okay, that's got to be the Logan Paul match, right? No, so, no, 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 no. Okay, so Logan Paul is in a tag match with the Miz against oh, God. Ray and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I hope that Mysterio wins. I do, too. And then there's also Johnny Knoxville, who is facing Sami Zayn in an Anything Goes match. Okay, that... Okay, okay. Now now I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Well, that's... <laughs> that I, I mean, that's going to be just comedy, like, pure comedy, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Has he had any, like, uh, matches on Raw or SmackDown? Uh, the only match Johnny was in was the Royal Rumble, and he was in there for, like, a minute and a half. Okay. okay. Yeah, there was one year where uh, the Jackass people came in for, like a, uh, like, a few segments. There was a Raw where, like, wasn't that the time where Steve-O got totally just knocked out by the yes. Big Show or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Like, the Big Show actually just punched him right in the face. He will Smith. Oh. He, the Big Show will Smith him. For, for sure. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what other matches are, are uh, the main matches? Sorry. Um, well, the two women's title matches have been built. One of them has been built up really good. Uh, Becky Lynch is going to defend the Raw women's title against Bianca Belair, which should be a okay. really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the SmackDown Championship, Charlotte Flair is defending against Ronda Rousey. Uh, Rousey oh, Ronda is back. Okay. Yeah, R- Ronda won the Royal Rumble uh, back in January, and she challenged Charlotte for the SmackDown title. And the biggie, the main event really of WrestleMania... Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in a winner-take-all championship unification match. Okay. So uh, I haven't watched I haven't... wrestling. I haven't watched WWE specifically in a few in like two years now. They haven't gone. They haven't moved a lot from Mm-mm. the main event <laughs> scene. 
It's like the exact same people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so who is? Uh, I have heard some rumors that Cody Rhodes could uh, be in the to be announced match. Uh, yes, because what? no, that's not gonna happen. Because he yep. has signed he, a contract. He signed. He signed. He signed. Yep. Yep. Um. Th- that is not who I think it's going to be. I, I have a different person, but that Cody is right now the leading like name going around as far as who the fans think it's going to be against Seth for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he left AEW, Luke. Can you think yep. about that? He left AEW. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't, well, signing with WWE I didn't know about for sure. Uh, right, that's pretty wacky. Um, and then I and then I forgot this match, and I want to mention it real quick. Um, everyone's <clears throat> favorite announcer, Pat McAfee, the football kicker, <laughs> has a match at WrestleMania against oh, no. Austin Theory. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. This is gonna be like that's a pre-show random. thing or something. Probably it sounds like. Nope, it's gonna be on the main show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! But uh, who do you think the to be announced will be against Seth Rollins? All right. I remember. I think it was last week. Hearing somebody suggest this person's name, and I was like, "That wouldn't be a bad pick if they go with him." And I'm gonna say, it is. Gable Stevenson, the collegiate athlete or the collegiate wrestler who WWE signed a contract to, uh, just retired after winning another national championship in wrestling um, Hmm. from the University of Minnesota. I would not be surprised if that's who it ends up being. Although I've heard Cody, like I said, and then another name that's popped up over the last 24 hours has been Shane McMahon. Mm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it, it could be anybody. Let's just say that. Money, 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 money. It's going to be Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> how how old is Stephanie goals. and Triple H's oldest kid? Uh, 15. Uh, okay, it could be them. could be them. Well, mm. Triple H, well, tri- I don't know if you guys talked about it earlier or not, but... Triple H did announce his retirement uh, this past week. Oh, I didn't hear that oh, at all. Okay. Um, because he he fell ill in the fall, this past fall, and he had heart trouble. And oh, no. he was and he was on an inter, he was on some show on ESPN. And when the guy asked him if you know he was going to come back, he was like, "Nope, I got a defibrillator." inside so i'm i can't oh. wrestle anymore so so don't do steroids kids is the moral of that story <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. but uh what is more surprising is that there's only one hall of fame inductee this year and that uh, is undertaker you're not gonna recognize the others no who are the I others mean, okay so, I talked about this um, 
with a friend of mine, and with the exception of one person, this is a pretty good class this year. Okay. Okay. Um. And when I, I mean the Undertaker, I mean the Undertaker is the main main attraction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Okay, so it is Undertaker, Vader. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna save I'm gonna save the one Vader. Vader, yeah. Wow, that's cool. I'm gonna save the one you're not gonna expect for the end because you guys are gonna get a laugh out of it. Um. Shad Gaspard is going to get the Warrior Award. Okay. What? Which, which no, because remember he he saved his son. He like had his son oh, saved. Right. And, yeah. So he ripped the tree out of the ground. Is that the this story? No, he, he was in the water, and he and his son were like caught in the waves, and the lifeguards came and he oh, told okay. the lifeguards to save his son instead of him and he got swept up and was found dead like a few days later and I'm thinking of a different story then okay yeah thank you lord uh the steiner brothers are getting inducted this year oh okay. okay which means scott steiner's going to have a live mic <laughs> maybe <laughs> let's not <laughs> uh, after right. this uh, I don't think his brother is any better with the live mic to be honest so alright that's, but, that's true but I saved the best or in this case the worst one for last okay this, in, this individual is now the new standard for if you are measured if you should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. It is no longer Coco Beware. Coco Beware is no longer that measurement. It okay. is now Queen Charmel. <laughs> okay. Specifically Queen Charmel. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so random. It's the most random thing I have heard this week. Oh, that's funny. I guess they just like Booker T, and so they got... I mean, Charmel <laughs> didn't even have that long of a career. She probably had just she, as long a career in TNA as she had in WWE. Oh, she had a longer career in TNA. They at least used her in TNA. I don't remember her at all at, in WWE. I remember in... She did a few, like, uh, wedding gown matches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I said to someone, if they wow. had done, like, if they had done, like, King Booker and Queen Charmel, I, I, I'd actually be okay with that because you're mm -hmm. pairing them together. But just Charmel alone? Well, Booker T is already <laughs> in, I would assume. So, twice. Yeah, right. he's already in twice. I don't think he could go in a third time. That would be really weird. If they, well, I guess they could do it because they would just call him King Booker. King Booker. Right. King yeah. Booker. Yeah, yeah. King Booker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, how many times can they put in uh, Mick Foley then? Like five? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's they just do a different character each time? Yeah. <laughs> One for mankind, one for one yeah, for dude was, love, <laughs> one for cactus, <laughs> and one one for McFoley, right? <laughs> oh, that is so random. But I mean, honestly, with the exception of Charmel, 
this yeah. class is actually one of the better classes they've had in recent years. Like I'm I super like excited this class. To, yeah. It I'm feels kind of WCW heavy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Bill, if people want to hear more about wrestling, where can they go? Well, you guys can check me out on a little podcast called That Wrestling Show, um, where this week it's going to be a special Thursday edition because Friday is a very big day for me as I... I will our Friday night. Um, I will be doing on Facebook with another person or another gentleman live alternative alternate commentary for Ring of Honor's Super Card of Honor. Oh, are they out of business? <laughs> no, Tony Khan Bonham. Oh, oh. and uh, they're gonna have the show this Friday night in Dallas. So you'll get to hear me do commentary. But uh, other than that, that wrestling show usually pops up every Friday. Um, and this week, just going to be doing, you know, last minute news and then going to make predictions for WrestleMania. And because there's like a bajillion zillion shows happening this weekend. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. How many matches is it for WrestleMania? 15? Uh, four, 14. 14 matches. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and, and I also forgot <sighs> to mention this. Uh, we're going to get a live version of the KO show at WrestleMania with the guest being Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. What are the chances okay. that they have two impersonators of Chris Rock and Will Smith uh, fighting each other at WrestleMania? Because I think that's a very good possibility. <laughs> It would not surprise me. Like, here's 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 the meeting. Ah, find me two black guys. Oh my gosh! No, no, on the they don't have to look uh, like Will. All like right, Chris. okay. Thank you, thank you, Bill. Thank, thank you, Bill. <laughs> That was fun. Uh, let's go directly into the TV round. Not much TV this week, but uh, some. Let's begin with the best, I guess. Uh, the girl from Plainwell. Holy moly, this was good. Uh, this is an uh, inspired true story about Michelle Carter. Uh, and if people remember, uh, she... Uh, was accused and actually went to jail for... Uh, yeah, she was texting. convicted by yeah, a text- court for... Yeah. Texting a uh, 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 former boyfriend, or maybe not boyfriend, uh, into committing suicide. Uh, saying things like, oh, you should do it, do it now, drink bleach, yeah. Well, a lot of things. I guess the act- in the actual thing, they knew each other slightly... But yeah. they w- mostly were just talking online. Um, and so there was never actually any fi- like physical thing where she never physically forced anything on him. It was all just right. talk, right? So there's a definitely a weird gray area that happened in the actual case. Um, mm. I think, what, three episodes came out 
so far. Yeah. So it, there's more yep. episodes to come out. I only saw one, actually. I just watched the first, because it only came out yesterday, and I was busy most of the day, and I watched one episode last night. Um, yeah, I saw Tree. I like, I think Elle Fanning is the best part of this, and somehow... Oh, she's so good. Like, I've seen the actual girl, and she somehow yeah. actually looks look very similar. Exactly. Like, I think maybe they did the hair up correctly so that it really, you know, makes her face look even more like like her than... I think the hair is it what is does so it. It is so scary. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's scary. Scary is similar. Like, scary is scary. Right. And the ending of episode one has a nice little, mm, not cliffhanger, but, like, uh, it, it makes you want to... It, it's entice, it entices you to see more... So overall, I'm going to give this a. I'm going to give it a seven point five. I'm going to give this a nine and a half. Look, I love this. This was my kind of show. Uh, I I don't think I have been this into a show like I have this one. I I really really dig that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's um some of the acting from certain actors in this is not like. Mm, like you can tell that it, it it has some to be desired, but other than that, like there's no, the camera works good, uh, the storyline's fun, so yeah. Oh, my turn. Uh, what else have you seen? Becoming a pop star on MTV, starring uh, Joe mm-hmm. Jonas. This has Joe Jonas as one of the hosts. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't remember who the other hosts are. So, some guy who's like a choreographer? Yes. And some other person that I don't remember either. Uh, I think she was like a TikTok, TikTok dancer star type thing. And then she became like an actual sure. pop star. That's what I was to understand. But I've never heard of her. Um, yeah, it, it's a... Uh, it's more Eurovision than um, the American version of Eurovision is somehow. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because uh, this uh, this uh, episode or this week's episode of uh, American Eurovision was terrible. Uh, just to say that, okay, it, it was maybe it was two good songs, but uh, just terrible, terrible. But an uh, uh, organ was really good, by the way. Uh, but uh, I got like a notification I, on my phone from YouTube saying, "Hey, did you watch Oregon on American?" <laughs> oh no, it was from Peacock. It wasn't from YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, Oregon was, was really cool. Uh, I liked Oregon. But uh, you know, this was terrible, terrible, weird show. Well, it's just a standard reality show uh, where like. You know, they have a certain number of people and they get weeded down to like the best pop star or whatever. But I mean, there isn't really any tangible, like, uh, like there's no audience that's reacting to things the same way like uh, America's Got Talent or something like that has. It's just them in this like static um, studio with nothing happening except for the hosts, judges, host slash judges, and then the contestants, and then you see these music videos, and they're judging everything off the music videos, right? So it's a little 
Um, mm. Like, you're not even really seeing a live performance, at least in this first episode. So, uh, mm. it's just a strange... It's just strange, really. When I think about it, it's, it's like you're watching a casting call... But the casting call the TV show, right? Is that what you, I mean? What did you mm. think about it? Yeah, no, I I agree. It's casting show, the, and it, it, it. I I think Joe Jonas was maybe the best thing about it, and that's saying a lot. Because he has no charisma. This guy is the most charismaless <laughs> person possibly ever. <laughs> I they yeah. feel like the things that they had to say about each artist was they they were always referring to, back to themselves. They were always like, mm-hmm. "Well, in my career, this is how it's like." Yeah, but you're not a country singer like this lady is, and or you're right. not a you're not a um, uh, you're not a Muslim rapper. You don't have the same <laughs> like in, input in the world that this person has as a pop star. So like you can't. Go back and compare your career to this person's career, Joe Jonas. That doesn't even make sense. Sorry. Not a great show, but, I mean, I haven't seen anything on MTV for maybe years. Like, this is the first MTV show that's, like, an actual show from MTV that I I even remember existing in a long time. So, uh, that being said, I'm going to give this a, what? Uh, Jeez, I guess I'll give this a 2.5. It's not gr- it's will, not good. I will give it a two. Yeah, I, I think Real World was the last thing I saw on MTV. The last MTV thing I saw was that re. Remember, like the reunion show about the Real World, but that wasn't on mm. MTV. It was on Paramount Plus, which is like, mm. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. Hey, do you know when when you get things like showed down your throat and you think, hmm, I wonder if I should watch that this or not. And you get that uh, during an Oscar again and again and again and again and again. Okay. And you think to yourself, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? Really? 100%? It's got to be go good. Watch... got to be a good yeah. show. Yeah. And you go and watch Abbott Elementary, a mockumentary about uh, people that go to school. I have never ever heard of this in my entire life before this week. I have. Oh, to that's you. not true because I talked about it on the show, so you have heard about it. But okay, but you didn't think it was good. I didn't think it was good. It was terrible. It is not funny at all. I watched three or four episodes of this, and I was like, "What am I missing? Why did they promote it on?" Like, it's not a new show. It came out last year. Well, I mean, like, at yeah. the end of the year last year, but, like, why are they promoting it so hard now on the... That's weird, right? Like, usually you would promote the new show that's coming out, not a show that, like... I know. ...literally is probably over, I would assume. But, yeah, no, it has 8.3 on IMDb, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 90% of Google users liked it, and it's on ABC, and everybody's talking about, like... How it is so funny, and uh, how they love it, and how is uh, how it's hilarious, and how it's like the office, but for schools and things like that. I mean, it, it, like, I remember it being fine, but not f- funny, like not that funny. Um, it's it, it, it it's watchable. I'm I'm not going to say it's like unwatchable. But it, it, I, I have okay, I'm I seeing like. here, like, it went, 
it it was gone for a month after episode nine, and now they're coming back with n- new episodes. Oh. So it like went off the air for a month it. in the in the middle of the uh, season. Hmm. That's which. And now they're promoting it heavily. Okay. Yeah. That's strange. That's just weird marketing. Like every other commercial uh, during the Oscars was this Abbott Elementary. And it's just like, ah, oh, okay. But yeah, no, I, I would give it a 5.5. It's pl- it's watchable, but it's like, give it rest. It's not that good. Yeah, no, it's it's bad The Office. Yeah. Yes. Um, Watch out for the big girls. And I say girls because there's no I in it. Girls. Um, G-R-R-R-L-S. With Lizzo. Yeah, I didn't want to watch this. So guess what? I didn't. Uh, It's just a dance competition show, except (laughs) the the prize is you get to go on tour with Lizzo or, or like go do an event. I think they said Bonnaroo is like, you get to perform at Bonnaroo f- with her. And I assume you get paid, but they never say you get paid. So maybe you don't, maybe you don't even get paid. Um, <laughs> you just get to there is something interesting in the first that. episode. She, she, there's one girl who's in the competition and she, mm-hmm. at the very end of the thing, they're like kicking, you know, there's two people that are going to get kicked off the show and they tease, oh, she's gonna about to get kicked off, but instead of getting kicked off, she sends her straight to tour. Because they're like, she's too good for this show, she needs to actually be on my tour right now. And so they're okay. trying to like tease, like, any of these people could actually just end up... I feel like it was all a gimmick. I don't think it was real, probably. I bet this person was already on tour with her, right? right? Um, yes, probably. But I think the whole thing is, like, it's supposed to be a show about... Uh, women who are larger, who are dancers, and that uh, you know the that they can also be uh, impressive dancers and all this stuff. Um, so sure. there's a lot of like female empowerment uh, talk in this. It, but it, other than that, it's just every other you know reality dance competition show you've seen. You know they dance. Right. And then somebody gets voted off at the end of every episode, and then at the end somebody yeah. wins. The one interesting part about it is they do when they do the dances, they do it kind of like uh, um, battle style. So like they have two teams, okay. and then they uh, each team they battle against each other, kind of like uh, what breakdance style, where they're standing like hmm. one end of the room and the other end of the room, and then they go against each other like battling. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Overall, I'll probably give this a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three point five. I wouldn't recommend well, that you watch it. I'm not. Yeah. It still sounds more interesting than Halo. Uh, let's talk about that. Halo. Episode Halo one. episode one. Actually, I would probably <laughs> recommend you watch. Watch out for the big girls. Um, girls. More than Halo episode one for sure. What is why? Why is this Star Wars? It's yeah, it's Star Wars and uh, I mean specifically, I think you said Mandalorian a lot, but I think it yes. also has aspects oh. from like the original Star Wars movies because like yes. like I pointed out, the, they take off in this one scene out of the hangar, very Star Wars esque, where there's multiple ships coming out, going out at the same time, and the guy even has a helmet that looks like an X-wing fighter helmet, like 
They yep. they stole all these details that like they're trying to call back to it, but this feels very. I think I said CW, right? I mean, it feels like oh, that very cheaply very. shot, uh, cheaply done. Like they didn't do more than one or two takes for every mm. every shot. Yeah. Um, it it funny enough reminds me of The Outlander. If anybody rem- remembers that shitty show. All oh, right, you said that at the time, and I was gonna look it up, and I never did. Let me look that up. But um, it is such a bad show, and it reminds me exactly the the way they filmed it, the acting, kind of the special effects. Also reminds me of The Outlander. I don't remember the show at all. Hmm. Yeah, it's got eighty eight percent for some reason on Rotten Tomatoes. The Outlander, I mean. Um, I don't, we were, like, we went into this going, okay, it's not going to be outsider, great. Outsider, sorry, The Outsider. The Outsider. The Outsider. Yes. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, we were going into this expecting not much. Was it? Uh, but when we saw that they renewed it for, like, a new season before it even had come out, we were like, mm. oh, the critics mm. must really enjoy this. It must be, there must be something quality about this. Now I'm thinking they renewed it because it was really cheap to make. <laughs> like, it just didn't cost much. And so they're like, fuck it, we can make, we can make a ton of these. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Could it be that awful? Could it be that awful uh, that they are just thinking, oh, that is what it is? That it is cheap to make, because like I I I I I in all honesty I I had I I had I think I had the lowest expectations of any other shows uh, going into this. I just like it didn't hit at all. And the special effects were obviously very terrible. Uh, <sighs> the monsters it- specifically, I guess. And, and there's nothing... Uh, he, here's also the problem. It has nothing to do with game. Well, except nothing. for the character. Main character, I guess. Yeah. And how strange did he look without his helmet? Right, yeah. I, well, it was weird because we were expecting that just him to never take off his helmet. And three quarters of the way through this episode, he takes off his helmet. And we get him and we're like, who... This... This is the guy? This is the guy we're... Okay. <laughs> this guy does not look correct for this role, I guess. I mean, and nothing against him as an actor. He just doesn't look like you would expect... I don't know. You expect Duke Nukem or something. You know, like, looking guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Dolph yes. Lundgren to be underneath there. Not that guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. So, Luke, you have found something that uh, I'm probably am very interested in watching. What is this? There's a new Paramount Plus show coming out, apparently. Uh, I just saw this when I was, you know, going through the news. Gislaine uh, Partner in Crime. It's, uh, it says it's an intimate portrait of, an, of the infamous partner of Jeffrey Epstein in four-part series... Exploring Gislaine Maxwell and this and, and her trial, so let's uh, it, this just came out like the trailer just came out, so let's watch it, I guess. In three, two, one, play. Oh, Virginia, you'll be safe. She's been in your house. Socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, a trial. Oh my God, this. Movie voices yeah. like from the 90s. The A bombshell revelation from this juror 
He's only in depth. Bruce Willis. That's a sad joke. I know. They're, they're not telling the truth. Ghislaine, born to power and privilege. Ghislaine had it all. Her social circle. Ghislaine? I think okay. she could be charming to people who would become to be useful to her. Manipulative totally. When the walls were closing walls were in, closing. she moved from safe house to safe house. We have evidence of death threats. In the end, she's charged with helping billionaire Jeffrey Epstein recruit and sexually abuse children as young as 14. Ghislaine was essentially the pimp. The victims. I was groomed into doing massages on Jeffrey and then raped. A prince who denies any wrongdoing. Oh, they're gonna cover Prince Andrew. Okay, that's that's. I want to see that. I was trafficked to Prince Andrew. I mean, this is footage I've already seen a hundred times, though. Like that interview yeah. I've seen. I have a feeling that. Oh, and now we got people defending Ghislaine. See, this is the guy. I think that's the juror, the bald guy, mm -hmm. isn't it? Down the stairs of that courthouse, I lost it. I couldn't contain my tears. Yeah, he's the juror. That's juror number fifty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I have a strange feeling this is trying to defend her slightly. Yeah, this didn't look that good. Well, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it looks very. Uh, network TV, not like Netflix documentary, but I, I have a feeling just by some of the interviews they're doing that it, and that the interviews with the victims that we saw, I've already seen in the past that this is going to be <gasps> trying to I know defend her. We, I know what we can do. We can call Will Smith and ask him to hit her. <laughs> okay. We, we'll ask Jada first. I think you should be scooting and badooting over to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Get a free audible trial. 30 day, one free book. If you cancel, you will not cancel, trust me. You get to keep the book uh, and you get a lot of free books in there, like free books uh, online, audibletrial.com com slash a d c eurovision time luke eurovision okay mm -hmm. <coughs> uh let's start with uh, denmark uh with roddy the show starts out as a ballad uh doesn't end like a ballad um yeah it uh they're older than most of the uh other contestants um, in Eurovision. I mean, there are mm -hmm. there seem they feel like a band you would see at a bar, just a random bar you went to. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like a uh, Eurovision band for some reason. They got, got a very eighties yeah. eighties uh, feel to them, I guess. So maybe maybe they were famous in the eighties, and I don't I didn't know about them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the song was fine. It just felt like dated slightly. I I don't think it's gonna do well, contest wise. But the song is fine. No. I guess is my point. Yeah, I I also think it's a uh, totally okay song, but I don't think this will get the audience. I think one of my biggest uh, problems is actually the tempo change. Because I, I liked it more when she was sitting at the piano than 
when they were like rocking out to be honest i don't yeah now that you say that i didn't even remember the piano part i just remember the the rock part like when i think back on it but now that you remind me yeah but i mean like i said it has that 80s very 80s vibe of like ballad rock um hair hair mm. metal ballad rock kind of thing going on uh and I don't know, it just felt, like I said, dated and didn't feel like something that most people in 2022 are going to vote for in Eurovision. Like it's, it's a, like I said, it's a fine song. It's just not something that's going to win Eurovision in 2022. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, give it a four? Uh, I think... Yeah, I think you're about right, a four, yeah. Uh... Well, since we are talking about outdated 80 pop synth music, let's go to the Rasmus. That has been in in uh, uh, Eurovision before. Oh, right, uh, okay. With their song Jezebel. Uh, yeah, this felt like the the what was the meaning of this song? Let me ask you. I don't know. I don't really understand it, to be honest. Like It the, felt a little sexist ca- to me. Maybe I'm <laughs> reading too far into it? A little? Yeah, maybe. Right. Uh, yeah, I can see what you mean. Uh, but it, I, I, I think my main problem is, like, he's, he's supposed to be, like, this super cool person that we like, and he's, like, rocking out in this, like, outdated... Fur, yellow fur thing, and it's a, uh, yeah, it doesn't really give me anything. It gives me, I think this is worse than 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 Denmark, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I got more '90s vibes. Like, uh, these guys feel like, what was that band? Uh, Orgy. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the gorillas. Well, because, b- of the because of the cartoon in the background, sure. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of orgy because of like the hair and the tattoos and everything else a little bit. Uh, so maybe a mix of those two things. I don't know. It's I like the song. Uh, I yeah. I think it'll do all right. I don't think it's it'll be, probably be in top ten or something in there. I'll give it a really? I'll give it a six point five. Yeah. Okay, I will give it as a three. But uh, then we had the devastation and the holy shit, why did they send this of Germany? Because Melik Harris is going to represent them with Rockstar. Where is Rockstar about this look? I thought the song, I've, I have a feeling, Fro, this song is going to do really well. I, really? I, yeah. I, I, th- I, like I, I think, well, I, I'm. I, I'm fine with the song, but I have a feeling that this song is going to do really well in Eurovision. Okay. I think it's we're going to be surprised by this. Because he's a cute this. guy, Is that why it's like you think he will win? He's a cute guy well, with and the he's, guitar. And, and, the, and he's playing the guitar, right? And he's, yeah, and he's the stand with Ukraine thing at the end. It's got everything. Uh, it It's, it's, this is as close to Eurovision bait as you could have with a song, I think, maybe. Right? I Okay, I hate this song with the, the spice. I think this is the worst song Germany has sent in many, many years. And I, 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 I think I think I like it when he's not rapping. I think my main problem is the, the rap 
Okay, sure. I, I didn't I, mind. I, I think it felt very modern. It felt like, I don't know, and he looks a lot like Pete Davidson. I just, I, oh, yeah, that's true. He's This is going to do well, Fro, whether you want it to or not. Uh, I thought the song, I could. <laughs> I think I could bop to this song. I give it a six. Okay, I'll give this a two. <laughs> I'm happy that we disagree. Oh, well, it, it all comes down to taste. Uh, next week, we will probably do Portugal. Portugal, we haven't done. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the way I, Well, I got a little sad when Luke said, Oh, it's probably Bruce Willis, because we have some sad Bruce Willis news. Uh, he's retiring from films. Yeah. Uh, the star is stepping away from his career after being diagnosed with a language disorder which affects his ability to communicate uh, the actor best known for his diehard films is retiring from the industry after being diagnosed with aphasia uh, mm-hmm. as a result of this and with much consideration Bruce is stepping away from his career that has meant so much to him that's a from a joint statement posted by his family on social media so um, yeah uh, it kind of uh, well, I mean, he he was in tons of good movies. I mean, Pulp Fiction, Fifth Element, Twelve Monkeys, The Sixth Sense, I think are probably some of the, besides Die Hard, some of his most mm. famous ones, right? Um, uh, kind of sad that we're doing this story and then we're going to talk about what the, the Razzies uh, has for store, uh, for us in a second. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he won the, won the award there. But uh, should we start with Razzies or Oscars first? What we always do, do the Oscars first? first. The Razzies are funner. Yeah. It's they're funner to end with. Okay, so uh, best uh, foreign film is that what we usually do? Oh geez, let me get out uh, get out the thing and see where we started. Um, I think it was best international feature we started with last time. I'm not a hundred and ten percent sure. Let's see. The last thing, Attica. So we did best documentary. Is the first one we did. Okay. So, best documentary. Summer okay. of Soul okay. won best documentary. Uh, I picked Attica, and you had picked um, Writing with Fire. So yep. no so points there. Gets a point. uh, best international feature uh, was Drive My Car, which I picked. So I get a point there. You had picked. I just wrote down Worst Norway. In the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, best animated feature went to Encanto. We both picked um, Mitchell's versus the Machines, which I still think <clears throat> probably should have won. Yeah, it should have won. Uh, best adapted screenplay was Coda. Uh, you got a point there. I picked Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Best original screenplay was Belfast. Um, neither of us picked that. Uh, I had picked Don't Look Up, and you had picked Worst Person in the World, so. I feel uh, bad, I feel like yeah. Don't Look Up got kind of snubbed here in this Oscar. Oh, yeah. But. It, definitely. Uh, best Supporting Actress uh, was <laughs> Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Uh, you got a point there. I had picked, uh... Definitely did. Anjuan Ellis for King Richard, which... Uh, I think either of them could have got it, probably. Yeah. Uh, Troy uh, Kotsor got uh, for Koda. 
neither of us got a point there. I had picked Sierra, uh, Kieran Hines, and you had picked uh, Jesse Plemons. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, best actress was uh, Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tommy Faye. Right. Uh, neither of us got a point there. Uh, you had picked Kristen Stewart, and I had picked Nicole Kidman. Which mm-hmm. let's talk about the Nicole. Have you seen the Nicole Kidman meme? Uh, meme. I know you're. I did. Okay. People are yes. like, this is the most expressive she's ever been in the last like twenty <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith. I don't know if we talked about him, by the way. Uh, Who is this Will King... Smith character you speak of? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he went for King Richard as King Richard Williams. Funnily enough, I remember saying like he deserves every award he gets for this movie, and somehow I he still does. pick Cumberpatch, and you had picked Denzel. So, <laughs> yeah, does uh, best actor? De- no, best director. Sorry, is uh, Jam- Jane Champion for the Power of the Dog. Uh, let's see. I had picked Paul Thomas Anderson, and you had picked. Kenneth Branagh, so neither of us got a pick a point there. Uh, best picture went to Coda and uh, Philip Rosellet. Uh, you had picked Power of the Dog, and I had picked Belfast, mm-hmm. so neither of us got a point there. Uh, I didn't ever see Coda, so I'm. Uh, I, I think you saw it. You saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I did. I wasn't. I. I didn't ever. I couldn't have picked that because I didn't even watch it. So. So, what are the points before we do the rest is? <coughs> Two to one. You're up by one. So, it's anybody's yeah. game, I think, right here. Then we <laughs> begin with a worst performance by Bruce Willis in the 2021 movie. Feels a little cruel. T- to but, do this uh, right now, yeah, after he just yeah. retired for yeah. and has like an illness. Sorry, Bruce. We love you. But, you know, yep. I think he would agree he's made some stinkers in the last year, so. Uh, Cosmic Sin won. <sighs> we both got a point there. Because yeah, we both because knew that that was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, worst screenplay was Diana the Musical. Uh, oh, right, because Razzie Redeemer Award, right, um... Yeah, we didn't. We not... didn't pick that, right? Uh, let's right. see. I had picked Karen, and you had picked uh, the woman in the window. So neither neither of us got a point there. Uh, worst prequel remake or ripoff was Space Jam: A New Legacy. I got a point there. That's tying us, getting us into a tie right here. Uh, you had picked Woman in the Window for worst worst uh, mm-hmm. worst. Where's the screenplay combo went to LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character? Uh, yeah, you would pick Jared Leto, and I, I picked Ben Platt. I remember Ben Platt having a lot of controversy, um, mm-hmm. but I guess we didn't really put into perspective how much people hated... Uh, the Space Jam? The, the, no. the Space Jam sequel, right, yeah. Right. Uh, worst supporting actress was Judy Kay for Diana the Musical. Uh, you got a point there. Okay. And I had picked Amy Adams. Worst supporting actor went to Jared Leto for House of Gucci. 
uh, you got a point there. So you're and oh, and I picked Nick Cannon. Okay. Okay. Worst actress went to Jenna DeWolf for Diana Musical. That's Diana. I had picked Megan Fox, and you picked uh, Ruby Rose. Uh, no points there. Uh, worst actor went to LeBron James for Space Jam. And you had picked Marky Mark, and I'd picked Ben Platt. So no, nobody got a point there. Worst director went to Christopher Ashley for Diana the Musical. Uh, no points there. You had picked uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen, and I had picked Woman in the Window uh, for worst director. Mm-hmm. And worst director went to, or worst picture went to Diana the Musical. No points there. Uh, you had picked Infinite, uh, and I'd picked Space Jam. So yeah, <sighs> Space Jam definitely walking away with the worst movie possibly of last year, right? I would think according to this. Uh, but uh, you won by what? One, two, by two points. Two points. Cool. Mm-hmm. Most of those right at there at the end in the. Uh, in the last couple, uh, in the worst supporting, worst actress character uh, categories, right? Mm-hmm. Well, talking about an Oscar movie, I saw an Oscar movie this week. Oh, did you? Okay. I also, I did. did I see an Oscar movie? I did yes. not. Oh, I did see an Oscar movie this week. Yes, you did, because you saw the same Oscar movie as I did. Oh, okay. You saw Tammy Faye something, what was it called? The Eyes of Ta- Tammy Faye. yeah this sure was a movie about a christian lady that wasn't behaving that nicely i felt like they were trying to like humanize her as like the good guy and trying to make uh make it seem that he was the one doing it all and if it wasn't for him she would have just been this like sweet little angel uh Mm. but she was corrupted by this I, i have a feeling that in reality it's less that (laughs) <laughs> right, but I, I have to say that Jessica Chastain was really good, and uh, I think everybody I really liked, a, w- yeah. the acting was amazing. I think that's the the, yeah. the cinematography the was really was, good. Yeah. I think everything about it was the makeup work, everything of that nature was really really good. It's just the messaging yeah. uh, that I had a problem with, and I I even think the script like uh, was decent. I just feel like they were trying to like humanize somebody that probably shouldn't be humanized, right? Because they were mm. pretty terrible. Yeah, no, I didn't especially like this movie. I I think it was. Uh, I I remember seeing the documentary that uh, this is based on. Sure. And 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 I I I really liked that documentary, but uh, but I yeah no I I I kind of agree with you. I I think they. Really, really t- tried to make uh, 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 Tammy Faye into like the good, good girl, and uh, Andrew Garfield to this like terrible, terrible human being. I don't even think and it was like, like the comparison so much as like they were trying to like mm, uh, put blame. Uh, they did put blame on her at the end. They showed it like okay, she she um. She went along with it, and she, you know, did wrong, but that, like, she was almost, like, prodded into doing... Kind of, yeah, right. prodded into doing it, and, like, she wouldn't have done it otherwise, right? 
But I would give it a, s a seven out of ten. <laughs> um, I'll give it a six. Yeah. I thought a lot of it, like the acting, like I said, was really good. But a, a lot of the problem with it was just the the story was. Mm, it didn't feel real to me. It felt like they were making up a story to a degree, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, I saw Marry Me, probably the most Academy Award worthy mm. movie of this year so far, right? Oh, holy moly. That's with, so uh, good. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's the best. It was Jennifer Lopez, and I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I Owen Wilson. There we go. Willis. <laughs> it's not well. No, uh, it was Owen Wilson. Um, so good. I feel like this movie was just made to sell a soundtrack because it's like just a big music <laughs> video, isn't it? Yeah. It's got a weird dynamic where this rich pop star <clears throat> decides to marry a dude, but he, for some reason, just goes, "Yeah, all right, I'll pretend to be married to you, even though I know it's fake." But then they end up mm. actually falling in love, right? Um, mm. it's got, like, I don't understand why this movie was made other than just to sell a soundtrack. So I, I, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it a two. Hey, how do you feel about the role on em Emrich? He has made some good movies, would you say? Sure. The day yeah. after tomorrow, Independence mm. Day. Well, I, I wouldn't say day after tomorrow is a great one, but he's made some good action, action <laughs> flicks. I've seen the most Roland Emmerich movie that you can ever see in your entire life because I saw Moonfall this week. Oh, this is yeah, yeah, the yeah. most Roland Emmerich movie I have seen of all. <laughs> it is. I, I I'm going to say this. This is maybe not not a, a, a very popular opinion, but I think this is his best movie. I really, really, really like this movie. It is popcorn fun from start to finish. It has a cast with Patrick Wilson and Hale Berry in it. It's like they don't feel a fit together. There's nothing that fits in in together. There's, uh, I can't wait for you to see this movie because there's a part of this movie that I really, really don't want to spoil, but I really want to talk to you about. Right, okay. It has to do with conspiracy theories. And I'm going to surprise you and say that I, I like this movie to an eight. I really love this movie. It was just so popcorn fun. I, I I don't think it's like it's not a good movie by any chance. But sure, I liked it. Yeah, but it's I, had some... I mean, there's a difference between like a, a really good cinema type film and then it being entertaining, right? Right. But but if if someone said, "Oh, would you rather watch Coda again or Moonfall?" I would say Moonfall, even though I think Coda is a better movie. Right. But it, this is one that you just could watch in the background and it would just yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fun, Jackass Forever uh, happened. Yay. It got added to Paramount Plus, so if anybody has Paramount Plus, you can watch it for free. Uh, I assume that uh, that's available in most countries, I guess. I uh, At least in America. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It feels... 
different than all the other Jackass movies. So if you're going into it expecting the other Jackass movies, maybe... I mean, it's got a lot of the same kind of things, but it felt like they were sticking more to a specific type of gag and not so much as, like, of the, like, street uh, street humor. Maybe it's because of the pandemic and stuff that they couldn't do a lot that. A penis jokes. Well, there's a lot of penis jokes, but I think there was more, like, uh, torturing each other type gags instead of, like, uh, so much, like, uh, involving the... Uh, other members of society that aren't in the jackass crew, right? Uh, which I guess maybe that's pandemic. I didn't really think about it till just now, but that might be because of the pandemic. But like I, all my favorite, like really famous jackass bits were always like doing something in front of people and they're like, what the fuck is happening in front of me? Very like Eric Andre esque. Like my favorite probably jackass bit ever was like, uh, what was it? A kayaking. Uh, urban kayaking, I think it was called, where they like just take the kayak into a, a lake in the middle of the city, and people are like, "What the hell are you doing? You you can't kayak mm. in there." That kind of thing, and it's that kind of outrageous, but also like interesting thinking that I always liked about Jackass. This felt more like, "Oh, let's just torture each other and show each other's genitals off." Uh, mm. But then you know they had other bits that were kind of fun. So um, overall. It's not the jackass that you are going to remember, I guess. I'd give it a 5.5 for jackass movies. Not my favorite. Uh, I, I, what did you... You already watched this a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I liked it more than you did. I, I still liked it. I just... It did, I don't think it, like, stood up to the test of time of other jackass movies. I mean, they're old. They're old guys at this point, too. But they added all these new characters. What did you think about the new... New recruits that it, some, they yeah, were kind of pushing. I think s- some of them were better than others. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the best part of it was watching Machine Gun Kelly get hit in the face. Uh, <laughs> that was probably the best part of the whole movie, to be honest. Uh, that made me laugh so out loud. Oh, and then the fart, uh, lighting the fart on fire, probably was one of the oh yeah better parts also. Because that's like science yeah. experiment shit. That like yeah, it's it's not like. Yeah, and they tried to do it for so long. Yeah, totally. Like, the, and the story behind it was so interesting, and they brought yeah. in a MythBuster. What, what's his name? Tori from MythBusters to right. like actually yeah. set up a whole thing for them, and for it to actually work, and in in such an impressive fashion, where like they didn't mm. they didn't think it was going to work, and then it just exploded. Right? That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, the last movie I saw was Vicious Fun. Uh. This is a 2020 movie that I got recommended. Okay. Uh, 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 directed by James Villeneuve, uh, that I really liked. I didn't know this had uh, came out. Uh, so it is about this guy uh, from the 1980s uh, that is a, a film critic for this national horror magazine that uh, finds himself unwittingly trapped in a self-help group for serial killers. Uh, And uh, he has to try to not become their next victim. Uh, That is more or less uh, what this uh, uh, movie is about. I really, really digged it. I think you will like it. I will give it an 8.5. 
Alright, the last movie I saw was The Matrix Resurrections from what it was from last year, right? Yeah, very mm-hmm. end it of sure December or something from last year. Um, I th- I feel like you have to be the biggest Matrix nerd ever to understand what was happening most of the time in this film. Like, I feel like I would have had to have watched both of the three other movies multiple times in the day or two before watching this film to even grasp what they were trying to say, right? I mean, I get the concept of, like, he went back into the Matrix and they have to pull him back out to, like... Because in the original three, it's a cycle. It's it's cyclical. Everything goes in a circle. Yeah. Everything re- returns and comes back and uh, kind of um, that Buddhist mentality of, like, the wheel and everything like that. Um, and so they're saying, mm-hmm. like, in this movie, it, he, it was back at the beginning, but uh, everything that you saw in the originals had already happened, but we've mm-hmm. gone back around the circle to the beginning. Um uh, speaking of that, Jada Pinkett Smith, of course, is in this uh, film. So mm-hmm. back at the beginning, we're just return. See how it's cyclical. See how that works. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was f- it was a fun action movie. It was interesting. The storyline is convoluted as fuck. Like, it's just so. Uh, I guess pandering to like uh, Reddit trolls who want to like want this to be the most complicated like red pill concept ever you know what i mean it didn't need to be this elaborate i guess um but i think the action scenes are cool the uh acting is fine i i i mean everybody's good in it the way they were in the original uh i give it a what 6.5 yeah 6.5 okay um let's talk about the movie that i tried to watch this week (laughs) downloaded it look okay Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to see The Lost City. And uh, I turned it on, and uh, I had downloaded a cam version of this movie. And I was like, nope, not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Lost City. You led me straight to The Lost City. Now, prepare to die. There are just hundreds of snakes. This looks really cheesy. Waiting for us to show up. Mm-hmm. What? Why aren't they biting that guy? This is ridiculous. Oh. Delete. This is clearly Delete. like a... Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, why does he look like a romance novel character? Listen, Loretta, we need you to promote your new book on the Lost City. You can't spend your life in the bathtub... The Lost City of life. D? Ladies what does that even mean? Cover model. Dash you do know you're not Dash, right? Dash is a character I made up. Dash! I, I... Oh my god. Miss Sage, I enjoyed your book about the lost city, and I believe you're the one who could help me find Her it. Okay. I have to respectfully decline. I'm afraid I must insist. Is this the second movie we've seen this year that, like, an author, for, for some reason, of Loretta Sage just knows how to, like, be a criminal detective? Or was that a TV show we watched? It was a TV show, wasn't it? A TV show. We're here to save you. I'm certified CPR. I'm certified CrossFit. I have snacks. After them! This is like your book. This looks We're on fun. A love more and dash adventure right now. So I'm gonna help you out it's a, a Paramount picture, which means it's probably going to end up on Paramount Plus pretty soon. 
I can feel him sucking my soul. Ripper like a bandit. Don't make that sound. Feels like there's more. Holy mother of God. They're just sucking on my butt like a big old Jamba Juice. Close. I could actually Sandra Bullock doesn't age, does she? No. They're like keeping her in like a cryo chamber or something, I swear. Uh, she's probably taking the same pills as uh, the other Scientologists. Is she a Scientologist also? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I I assume everybody is. At this point? Hello. Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. Hey, whoa, she doesn't have to <laughs> My dad. Oh, what are you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks funny. Yeah, that last bit at least looked really funny. I mean, it looks stupid, but funny. Yeah, I like stupid funny. I'm stupid and funny, and I like myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're pretty stupid and funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? There we go. Uh, the Lost City reclusive author <laughs> Loretta Sage writes about exotic places in her popular adventure novels that feature handsome cover model Alan. While on tour promoting her work uh, with Alan, Loretta gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire who hopes she can lead him to an ancient city's lost treasure... Determined to prove he can be a hero in real life, and not just on the pages of books, Alan sets off to rescue her. <laughs> 6.7 out of 10 on I would be 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. 60% uh, on Metacritic and 83% of Google users like this, so people mm -hmm. like this film. So, this is the weirdest one-star review that I found, okay? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. It's from Nolalin Lupa, okay? Okay. I just went to see this movie with my friend. We have a very different opinions about this movie. He gave it an 8 out of 10, whereas I honestly think it deserved a 4 out of 10. I'm just going to remind you this is a one star. Right, okay. <laughs> yes. The plot was very predictable. There was no chemistry between actors, and it was incredibly poorly written. I could not recommend this movie to anyone, save those two hours to watch something better, or just do something productive. Uh, let's see, I went to the IMDb. Tay Nicole says, 2 out of 10, felt dated, the Lost City was so not funny, it felt very dated on the humor, and the dialogue was extremely cringy for most of the movie. Also, I'm not sure if Sandra Bullock is not funny or if she was just playing an annoying character. Uh, the writing was very 2012, and the best part of the movie was seeing Brad Pitt, in my opinion. Uh, another 2 out of 10 from Views and Reviews. This movie was upstaged by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Is, uh, is First of all, who told Channing Tatum he was funny? Whoever told him he was funny did did him and the rest of wor rest of the world a terrible disservice. The Lost Service was one of those unfortunate movies whose trailer was infinitely more entertaining than the actual film. Okay. Uh, you got another okay, one? But, uh, Rosie Rose uh, gave it uh, five stars. Uh, great movie. Me and my girlfriend laughed our butts off. There were action, sexy cast, great plot and ending. Love Sandra. Keep her boo -ah. Still has it. 
Uh, six out of ten from Movie Doe. Uh, there were some moments that were funny, especially the leech scene uh, shown in the trailer. But most of the scenes felt flat. Uh, tan, tan, uh, oh, Tatum and Pitt were the only funny people. Sandra Bullock wasn't that remarkable. Daniel Radcliffe tried to be over the top, but only ended up being annoying. The adventure itself wasn't anything special either. Either overall, five to five out of ten. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what other movies came out this week? Look, because I'm having a little problem with my internet. Uh, Infinite Storm. Uh, one second. Uh, as an experienced climber, it sends Mount Washington. She turns back before she sur- reaches the summit as a huge blizzard approaches. However, on her way down, she encounters a stranded man and takes it upon herself to get them both down the mountain before nightfall. Uh, 6.2 out of 10 on IMB, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, 59% on Fandango, 57% of Google users liked it, uh, directed by Michael Egglehart, oh, Egg, Egglert, Michael Egglert and Matazola Zanomalawasco, something, I don't know Ooh. what that is, uh, it's got Naomi Watts in it. Uh, also coming out, a Hindi movie, a tale of two legendary uh, revolutionaries and their journey far away from home. After their journey, they returned to start fighting back against the British colonists in the t- 1920s. And this movie is called RRR. Uh, it has uh, no reviews. No reviews? Okay. Well, yeah, probably just not reviewed in America yet. Uh, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connected with the lives that she could have led. That sounds interesting. Um, yep. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes also. 95% on Fandango. 80, or 8.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 92% of Google users liked it. Starring Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, James Hong. Uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of good actors in it. Directed by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Sh- Scheinhurt. So two da- the Daniels, oh. the Daniel brothers. Well, let's go to Olivia Colman and Colin Firth, a movie uh, called Mothering Sunday. Uh, the story takes place on Mother Day in 1924. Former uh, Mr. and Mrs. Evan uh, gay give their housekeeper, Jane Farshild, the day off, as the couple is set up to their neighbor house to celebrate his engagement. The truth is that Jane and the neighbor, Paul, has been be having an f- affair for many years. So holy shit, this sounds boring. Right. Uh, (laughs) 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes though, Uh, 3.8 out of 5 on Movie Insider, Uh, 57% of uh, Google users like this movie. Uh, Deep in, oh, uh, topside, deep in the underbelly of New York City, a five-year-old girl and her mother live among people who have claimed the abandoned subway tunnels as their home. When a sudden eviction forces them above ground, the world is thrown into chaos. Uh, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. 
73% of Google users liked it. Uh, directed by Celine Hel Held and Logan George. Every movie has two directors nowadays. Um, starring starring Celine Held and Gino Vento and somebody named Fat Lip. Who is... <laughs> That's his, his old, that's his name, is Fat Lip on here. Let me okay. look this up. Derek Lemon Stewart, known professionally as Fat Lip, is a Los Angeles-born hip-hop musician. Okay. Okay. The greatest inheritance. Uh, and straight sibling returns to bear their mother and claim their rightful inheritance. They quickly discovered that she had uh, the deed to an entire estate somewhere on the property, so they have to work together to unravel clues. Okay. Uh, four out of three out of ten out of on IMDb, five out of five on iTunes, uh, with uh, Mena Servera. Servery. Servery. Very... Jeff Schroeder. Mm. We never get iTunes ratings. That's weird. Uh, seven days. Set up... Uh, set up on a prearranged date by their old-fashioned Indian parents, Ravi and Rita seemingly have nothing in common. The unthinkable happens, and the two of them are forced to shelter together uh, and in place during the COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, starring Geraldine Vishwanathan, who you would know if you saw her face, but and then Karen Sonny. Mm, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and 71% on Metacritic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen her. Okay. She's been, she was in a, a sitcom that yes. I think we watched pretty recently, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to see the most? Oh, she was in Miracle Workers. That's where yes. we know her from, right? Uh, actually, there's a lot of good movies coming out this week, aren't there? Yeah, um, yeah. I think Everything Everywhere sounds the yep. weirdest and most interesting to me. Yeah. I agree. And I also want to see The Greatest Inheritance. That looked fun. Yeah, that also looked good. And so did Topside, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next week... News of the week, TV and movie of the week, Eurovision, uh, we will have Portugal, uh, we will do Halo episode 2, I'm going to guess that is going to be our last Halo episode, by the way. I, well, because unless something crazy happens, it definitely felt from the ending of episode 1 that it was, like, the pilot. Like, it felt like they just Very made episode sure. 1, like, yeah. at, by itself, and then maybe episode 2 is going to be way better, but I doubt it. Uh, and because we're closing into Easter, we will do another digital review of Easter Sunday. I'm going to guess it's a horror movie with a bunny. <laughs> a horror movie with a... Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I, why not? I, it does sound like it's going to be a horror movie, Easter Sunday. Either that or it's going to yeah. be some, mm, you know, super religious, like... Uh, yeah, super religious movie that's, like, actually covering the actual Easter Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Round. Uh, anything you want uh, to say for the Jeremy Round? Other than that Trisha needs to stay away from stairs? What happened to Trisha? I didn't hear about this. Oh, she fell down the stairs. She fell down the stairs, okay. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, don't don't oh. fall down the stairs. 
Uh, definitely not. Don't do that when you're pregnant. Oh yeah, she's pregnant too. That, that's not good. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, yeah. tr- trivial. Uh, our friend Trivial Trivial Theater. You know, she just put mm-hmm. out a fresh, like the movie Fresh, uh, but also a very fresh review of the movie mm. Fresh, which we both watched that and thought it was crazy. So that should be an interesting review to check out. Mm-hmm. She's uh. cool. We like her. Go and check out Trivial Theater on uh, YouTube. Uh, the boxing match between Idobs and the Doctor. Oh, yeah. All the stuff came out about who... Well, not all of it, because some of it actually was, like, still redacted as to who was fighting who, right? At least in the one right. uh, video that I saw. But he's going to be fighting... I mean, Idubs himself is going to be fighting Dr. Mike, who's, like, the TikTok, yeah. <laughs> TikTok doctor, right? I like that. That's kind of funny. It's just random. It's, it's just so random. I mean, so all random. the fights are random. The other thing, I, yes. uh, Michael Reeves is going to be. Uh-huh. F- what did you, did you see Michael Reeves in a boxing match? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> is, is he going to bring a robot in to fight for him? I have a feeling that may mm-hmm. happen, actually. <laughs> like, oh. he just brings in a, a. He makes a, a boxing robot to fight for him. Like, that would be totally something Michael Reeves would do. Yeah, and the Minx is also like boxing. It's such a weird show. I think that's I the it. idea, though, is like to have it be just so random that you're kind of like, why is this? Why is this a thing? Uh, right. Definitely. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? I mean, a lot. <laughs> I mean, the whole Will Smith thing really took over all other commentary of every everything, right? Um, well, aren't you glad we're going to play some of it right now? What do you mean? Did you post something? Uh, I sent you a link. Okay. Yes. Let me get the get the link up really quick. Uh, because uh, Will Smith made some bow, bold jokes on our, our Sino Hall show in 1991, so we'll see all things in, in, in uh, the thing it was played so that's funny so what's going on here will smith bald jokes on arsenio hall revisited okay and it's also with the, the joke that uh was played so we will we'll do both sure all right um yeah give me a countdown i guess in three two one play jada i love you G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? See, laughing. He really is, looks, like, not uncomfortable laughing. That was loud. It's rewind time. Ah! You can't do that in this world, man. You can't do that in this world, man. Arsenio, they got rules. They got rules. Like, he has a rule. The bass player, he got a rule. He got to wax his head every morning. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's quite the same. Come on. See, you got too into the characters and got hurt. Isn't it? One person has male pattern baldness, and the other person has like an actual disease. So, but I, I again, I don't think Chris Rock probably even knew she had alopecia. So we'll be right back. We'll be right back with his mom. Okay, I guess we stop it there, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think those are equivalent. I mean, it's funny, 
Yeah, it definitely is funny. It's, I don't think that's mm-hmm. super equivalent, though. I don't know, though. Nah. Did we ever talk about uh, Kim Kardashian uh, saying... Uh, what did she say? That uh, her women needs need to work. Need to work hard, harder. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, that whole thing we kind of skipped over last week, I think. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. A lot of people saying it's not real. What do you do? You think it's? Do you think it's all a f- fake? I don't know. It's really weird. I, like if it is, yeah. it's a really cunning plan, f- planned fake. But then the evidence to support that it's a fake are things like. She put out a fake sex tape, <laughs> which right? How would she didn't know that was gonna make her like the most famous woman in the entire world? But it did, so yeah. Uh, I wish everybody a good WrestleMania weekend. Try not to slap anyone, uh, and if you do, uh, don't do it because it was uh, because of a joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't, and I find it, just don't slap yeah? people. That's generally a don't, good rule. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, we will see you next week. If uh, Luke hasn't slapped me and I haven't slapped him during WrestleMania, I think uh, it's possible that slaps will be had in, in a wrestling event. So um, <gasps> that may be oh. when uh, you're allowed to slap people. Not at award uh, shows. Just, just a heads up for uh, other people in the future. Yeah. Okay. My name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.